Choose one, paying taxes in the future or not paying taxes in the future. In today's episode, we talk about Roth conversions and why you may want to consider one. Merce and I get this question all the time. And so we're excited to take you through step-by-step of why you might think about it, how it works, all the details that we can go through with you on today's episode. We've been saying this for the last few episodes as well, that we want to hear from you. We want to get your questions. And so we have set up a texting line so that we can text back and forth. You can be able to text us your any of your questions that you might have. That number to send us a text is 984. 984- 207-1753. If you send us a text, we'll make sure we try our best to handle your question in future episodes. But for today, we hope you enjoy today's episode. Welcome to the Secure Your Retirement Podcast. This is the place where high achieving professionals come to gain confidence on how to successfully navigate their transition into and life during retirement there's no such thing as a passive retirement plan. To have a successful financial future, your plan must be actively managed. Each week, we will bring you action plans and expert interviews that will help you gain insights, learn fresh perspectives, and finally experience peace of mind about your retirement. Here to help you achieve your dream retirement and live the life you deserve are your hosts, certified financial planners, Raiden Stansel and Merce Tariq. Well, we're so excited to have you with us on our Wednesday podcast. This is what we have really themed on Wednesdays as being retirement in action. And the reason why we say that is, is that Merce and I, we try to take things that we deal with every day as we help people plan for and live through retirement and just kind of go across the topics and say, okay, what can we help folks with? And, 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 what would really apply every single day. And one of the topics that we found that as we think about working with our clients that we comes up quite a bit is this idea of Roth IRA conversions. And so we're going to kind of take you through this whole picture um, and give you a little bit of a snapshot of why a person would do it, how they would do it, and what are the differences. So we're going to start things off and, and I'll let Merce here tell us that what's the difference, Merce, between a Roth IRA and a traditional IRA? Yeah, I think that's a great question, Raiden. You know, you got to understand the difference between the two types of IRAs before you can even go down the route of, should I be doing a Roth conversion? Does that make sense for me? So very high level, you know, a traditional IRA is, IRA, by the way, stands for individual retirement account. Um, A traditional uh, is more in the idea of let me use pre-tax dollars. So you're putting uh, money into this IRA, you're gonna get an immediate, typically, you're gonna get an immediate tax benefit um, and the money goes in pre-tax and it grows tax deferred. Uh, And so once you get down the line of having to draw out of the traditional IRA, once you take any dollars out of there, it is taxable, so it becomes income. Uh, So a very quick difference between that and the Roth is that the Roth is tax-free. So you don't get an immediate tax benefit when you put the money in. Uh, You're putting in after-tax dollars into the Roth IRA. And then you go down the line, you make some earnings, uh, but whatever you pull out is tax-free. So a huge, huge benefit from the Roth is that the assets that you pull out, say 10, 15, 20, 30, 50 years uh, from from the time that you start putting money in, it has the ability to 
grow for the first point, and then also grow tax free is the second point, which can be massive. So imagine putting in, you know, over the over your life, maybe putting in a couple hundred thousand dollars into a Roth IRA, uh, and then it grows at some rate of return and ends up being m- way more than that. Well, all of those dollars have grown tax free versus in the traditional IRA put in a couple hundred thousand into the traditional over your lifetime and say that grows by a decent rate and you've got whatever it is down the road, 500, 600, $700,000, all of that traditional IRA money is taxable. So you'd make a withdrawal, expect some taxes on that. So two major differences there. And so ultimately what you kind of have to think through is, well, which one makes sense for me? And I think it comes down to, well, one gives you an immediate tax benefit, whereas another one there it's kind of a a tax benefit that you know that you're going to get in the future, but there is really nothing tangible in that given tax year that you're putting money in there. Um, So I think another big part of the traditional that we need to understand, and I'm going to kick this over to you, Raiden, is traditional IRAs, they come with these things called RMDs. Can you take us through what those are? Yeah, so RMD stands for required minimum distribution, and that is uh, have been has been updated this year to 72, age 72. So in a traditional IRA, you will be required to take out a certain amount of money beginning at age 72 and then every year thereafter. And the reason why is because you kind of made a deal with the government. You said, I don't want to pay you taxes when I put the money in, but the government says at some point, we want you to start taking money out of that to, so that we get our tax revenue. And that's, that's the kind of the purpose of that distribution coming out. With a Roth IRA, there are no required minimum distributions. So if I had, you know, a million dollars, let's say in a traditional IRA, uh, my distributions would be somewhere in the area of around $40,000 at age 72. So you think about that, I'm having to take that money out, pay taxes on it, whether I need it or not, because we have many clients who say, I don't need my required minimum distribution, but they still have to take it. Whereas with the required minimum or the Roth rather, there's no required minimum distribution. So it's just, you know, it's an advantage to to do that, especially if you think you're not going to need the required minimum distributions. I do want to just speak real quickly on one of the things that Merce said, and we'll tie it together to those required minimum distributions, is uh, future tax rates. So Merce talked about the immediate benefit of taxes and then the future of a Roth not having to take that out. So really where it comes down, if you look at it mathematically, if you believe that tax rates will be higher in the future than they are today, then a Roth makes sense. If you think that tax rates in the future for you are going to be lower than a traditional makes sense. So let's just say, let me walk you through a quick example. Let's say that you're working today and you're a high income earner. And that means that you are paying a tax rate today of say 35% in your top top tax bracket. So you're paying 35% in your tax bracket now. And you say, well, instead of putting the money in there and getting that 35% tax break today, I'm going to put it into a Roth. Well, if in the future that Roth has earned money, but you take your tax rate in the future is only 20% or 25%, the Roth was not a good deal for you because your tax rate went down in the future. 
But suppose you are in a scenario, and this is what we're going to talk about today a lot more, is you're in a scenario where your tax bracket, let's say you're in the 20, 25% tax bracket, and you think that because tax rates are going to go up, you're going to be in a 30% tax bracket in the future. The Roth makes a lot of sense. And so that's really the idea here is, you know, are my taxes going to be higher in the future or are they going to be higher today? And you may not know that. So you're kind of gambling a little bit, maybe, or you're trying to like play the odds. And so there's probably a place for both. There's probably a place to have traditional and there's probably a place to have a Roth. So now let's talk a little bit about uh, this idea of conversion. But before we go down the conversion path, Merce, can you, in this, as you explain conversion, talk the difference between conversion and contribution, just so we're clear on that. Sure, sure. So contribution is is basically you're putting in money into a traditional or a Roth IRA. So in this, uh, at this point, we're just talking about the Roth, really. So the Roth has, um, uh annual limits as to how much you can contribute to the IRA. And uh, let's just say it's $7,000 a year that you can contribute to the IRA. There's one key caveat there is that there are income limitations. So if you make too much money, and let's just say it's around, if you're married filing jointly, it's around $200,000 a year, not to the penny, but somewhere in that realm. If you make over $200,000 a year, then you are not allowed to contribute to a Roth. So in comes the Roth conversion. The conversion is basically you are taking money that is already in a traditional IRA and you're simply shifting it over to the Roth IRA. Now, one major thing that has to happen here when you're making that shift from the traditional to the Roth is that you've got a pre-tax asset and you're trying to make that pre-tax asset tax-free. Well, the only way to do that is to pay the taxes. So if you're going to say can uh, convert 15, $20,000 from your traditional IRA, no taxes have been paid on those dollars yet. So you're going to essentially add 15 or $20,000 to your overall income for that year in order to shift it over. But then once it's in the Roth, it's the same deal. Once it's in the Roth, it is growing tax-free as long as it is in that vehicle. So there are some advantages to that. Um, I will say this year in particular with the uh, with the CARES Act, and th there's a whole thing about RMDs, right? So RMDs uh, are not part of your conversion. So you may say, "Well, I'm I'm 72 or I'm 75. I have to take an RMD. Uh, why not just go ahead and convert my RMD?" Well, the IRS says, "No, if you're taking RMDs, you have to take that." and you cannot convert that, you pay the taxes on that, must leave the IRA account, uh, but it cannot eventually make it into the Roth. So if you wanted to convert an RMD, you can't do it, but you could have to, you basically you convert anything above uh, what the RMD amount is. So for example, if your RMD is $15,000 for this year and you wanted to convert $15,000, well, you have to take out the 15 as your RMD, then on top of that, you could take 15000 and push it over to the Roth account as a conversion. This year in particular with the CARES Act, um, RMDs are not required. So it gives you an, a window, and a lot of people have been talking about this, an easy window for you to do a Roth conversion because the requirement of RMDs is not there this year. Um, so another little piece about Roth conversions. So what I've just talked about is, well, you got to move it from A to B. You're going to pay the taxes from A to B to get it into the Roth account. 
Uh, and then uh, as far as a deadline goes, this has to be done by the end of the year. So December 31st, it must be done. Unlike a contribution where a contribution, you can basically do that as you're filing your taxes. So for the majority of people, it's April of the following year, you could do a contribution. Uh, if in the case of the Roth conversion, it must be done by December 31st of that tax year. So that's kind of why we're talking about it right now as we're getting close to the end of the year. I hope that you are enjoying the show. By the way, if you are in or nearing retirement and are someone who wants to gain clarity on what questions you should be asking, learn what the biggest retirement myths are, and identify what you could be doing to achieve peace of mind for your retirement, get started today by requesting your complimentary video course, Four Steps to Secure Your Retirement. To access the course, simply visit pomwealth.net forward slash podcast. If you're new here or you haven't done this yet, this is definitely the first step to get started in applying these principles to your life. So head over to pomwealth.net forward slash podcast and check us out. So Raiden, I'm going to kick it back to you. You know, what are some reasons why now that we kind of understand the differences between a traditional and what a Roth is, now that we understand a little bit about, you know, how that process works works and what a conversion is, let's talk about some of the reasons why someone would want to convert. Well, where I think Merce and I, we where we really stress that a Roth conversion makes a lot of sense is if I'm in a low tax bracket for the year. So I'll give you a couple of examples. We had somebody came to us and they said, well, we, we, you know, we, we were laid off and we lost our job. So we're now in this phase where we, we, you know, we are, we took an early package or whatever it might be. And so in 2020 or 2021, our income, our taxable income is going to be really low. In fact, we're just going to live on for that year cash we have in the bank. So in all essence, they're going to have no earned income that year. That is a wonderful year to do a Roth conversion. So now I go back to here's, you know, we're, we're late in the year of 2020. So if, if you know that your tax bracket is going to be lower this year, because remember what Merce said, you have to do this by December 31st. So we, we tell all of our clients and potential clients that are talking with us, make sure you look at your tax uh, taxable income for this year. And if it, if it's going to be low or lower, then you might want to just run an example or have a conversion example ran so that you know uh, what it would look like. We've had people convert $15,000, $20,000 at hardly any tax or a very, very low tax bracket, like 10%. Now, you think about that for a second. If I can convert in a low tax year into a Roth and I pay very little tax, it all now is growing tax-free. We have some clients that every year are moving 10, 15, 20, $25,000 a year, paying very minimal tax because they watch their income levels. So number one, if you find that you are going to be in a lower tax bracket and you know that, you can do that conversion. We can do it right on up to about mid-December. Has to be completed by December 31st. So we don't want to wait till right there. So that, that to me is the number one reason why you would do a Roth conversion. The other one could be a long-term plan. You have an X amount of money and you say, I want all of that converted by the time I turn 72. Think about why you would do that. 
you don't want to have the required minimum distribution at age 72 be really high. So think about that. You got a, you've been a good saver. You got a million dollars in a 401k and you know that in 10 years, Hopefully that million's worth a million seven, a million eight, maybe even two million. And now your distribution coming out of it automatically is going to be $80,000 a year. And you think, I don't want that because it's going to be taxable. I don't need it. I don't want it. Well, then we might come up with a plan that says, let's convert a part of that, maybe half of it or a 25, 30% of that over the next 10 years, five years, whatever it might be, so that your required minimum distribution is much lower at age 72. So there's a lot of different options here as to how you would do that. Um, but, the, but the biggest thing here is that you look at it and think about it. So Merce, could you just kind of walk us through briefly what our process would be if somebody said, I want to talk about doing a Roth conversion? Yeah. So ultimately, we look at the whole picture. Um, we get a gauge as to, you know, whether or not it makes sense by taking a look at, well, where is the tax bracket? Where are the future income tax brackets as far as, you know, your earning years going forward? Is there a better year than another to make that type of conversion? And, you know, we're not CPAs, so we may loop in our uh, our CPA to help us with that conversation as well, to get a better idea as to, well, how much can we convert? And if we take it up to a certain limit, is that going to take us into another tax bracket? And then we can kind of just talk through it. You know, what are the goals behind the Roth conversion? Is it for inheritance? Is it for just balancing out uh, some of the IRA assets? Um, and then kind of just walk through it. But ultimately, once we make that decision, it's very simple. Um, it's really just moving one account from one account to another. And we do that in all essence with the click of a button and a signature. Um, so the whole part is really thinking it through and having someone objectively be able to walk through it with you. So we know that we go through these, these Wednesday retirement and action somewhat fast, but if you want more information, I do encourage you that if you're thinking through this whole idea of how to get to retirement and through retirement, Merce and I have created a four steps to secure your retirement mini video series. You can get to that by going to our website, which is pomwealth.net forward slash podcast. And then you can uh, actually access those videos through there. And we walk you through four different videos. You'll get them over four different days. They're not that long, but it walks you through kind of the same thought process. How do I, what do I need to think through? How do I need to think through it? So we encourage you to go there and get that. Uh, we always encourage you to reach out to us uh, and contact us if you have any specific questions about your particular situation. But we thank you very much for listening. We hope this has been beneficial. Have a good day. All right, everyone. That wraps up today's episode of the Secure Your Retirement podcast. If you found value in today's episode, we would love nothing more than for you to head on over to iTunes and give us a five-star rating and a review. Be sure to take a screenshot of the review before you submit it, and we'll send you a special gift. Our book, Get Off the Retirement Roller Coaster. Just email morgan at pomwealth.net with a screenshot of the review to get your gift. Also, be sure to subscribe so you get notified of new episodes as they're released every week. And finally, please share our podcast with your favorite social network so more of your friends and family can benefit from this information. Always remember, you've worked hard to get where you are, and now you deserve to have a retirement that works hard for you.